History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its Decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews. Hello, America, and welcome to the latest edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News, where yesterday on this show, we promised you we'd break some news. And last night we did it first on my brand new television show, Just the News on Real America's Voice with my great co-host, Amanda Head, and then on the Just the News website. And people have asked me since the story broke, it's gotten a lot of attention. What is the ultimate over under on this why is this story important and my answer is what happened in the russia collusion case happened in the ukraine impeachment case we were given by the media their democratic allies in congress and the bureaucracy the intelligence community a false story about the ukraine scandal the one that led to president trump's first impeachment and acquittal And last night, we began a process that's going to go several days tonight. We'll get some more new revelations of unraveling some of the falsehoods that were made to be truths during the impeachment trial of Donald Trump. And what was it? Well, let's go back and remember what happened. I wrote a series of stories at the Hill newspaper in the spring of 2019, pointing out that Joe Biden bragged that he fired, he forced the firing of Ukraine's top prosecutor. He meddled in the country's internal affairs and got the chief prosecutor fired at a time when that chief prosecutor was looking at the company that Hunter Biden was working at and had a lucrative relationship with Burisma, the natural gas company in Ukraine, which had a long history of corruption. The State Department considered Burisma corrupt. The State Department believed that Burisma made not one, but two illegal bribes while Hunter Biden was on its board. And they believed that Hunter Biden's presence on the board created the appearance of a conflict of interest because Joe Biden was in charge of Ukraine policy for Barack Obama as vice president and Hunter Biden was working for a company that was under investigation under the very anti-corruption policies that Joe Biden was purporting to pursue in Ukraine in the American interest. So I wrote those stories. Then President Trump jumped on those stories. He asked the Ukrainian president, Zelensky, hey, could you look at this and see if there's anything untoward about this firing? Because it looks like a conflict of interest. And then Democrats went bonkers and said, oh, my God, we have to impeach the president. He abused his power. Now, to make the case of the abuse of power, they had to make two things. One, uh, Joe Biden was going to run for office and therefore Donald Trump was essentially asking a foreign leader to investigate his competitor in the race. That's true. The second part was there had to be no reason to ask for the investigation. And to make that case, the Democrats made several statements. One, there's no evidence Hunter Biden did anything wrong. At the time the Democrats made that claim, it wasn't true. Why? Because State Department officials had already concluded that Hunter Biden had created the appearance of a conflict of interest. That's one wrongdoing in the public interest. Two, the FBI, the IRS, 
and the Securities and Exchange Commission had already opened a criminal investigation of Hunter Biden. It wasn't public, but it was true. And third, there was a question about whether the Ukraine prosecutor who was fired should have been fired. And this is the most important point for yesterday's, last night's big story. The Democrat storyline that the media bantied about was that this Ukraine prosecutor, Viktor Shokin, everybody in the State Department agreed he had to go, and therefore they thought he was inept and corrupt, and therefore we had agreement for months before Joe Biden went in and asked for this prosecutor, who, by the way, was investigating Burisma, to be fired. Hmm, okay, sounds good. They sold it to the American public enough that the House impeached Trump. Of course, Trump got, Trump got acquitted in the Senate. But here is the truth now. A document kept from the impeachment managers and the prosecutors, a document kept from President Trump's legal team shows that in the summer of 2015, as this was going on, and the testimony of State Department officials like Victoria Nuland, now the Undersecretary of State for Joe Biden, was that by the summer of 2015 and the fall of 2015, everybody in U.S. government agreed Victor Shokin was inept, incompetent, and needed to go. Now, that's weird because Victor Shokin had just taken over the job in the summer. But here's the document that we unsurfaced. We got it through a lawsuit. We sued. We fought for two and a half years. We got this document. In the summer of 2015, on June 9th, 2015, Victoria Newland, one of those witnesses that have shown up in these Ukraine investigations, wrote a letter to Viktor Shokin. It was hand-delivered by another of those witnesses, the then U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, Jeffrey Pye, and it told Viktor Shokin, you're doing a good job. We're impressed, that's the word that we use, quote unquote, impressed with your anti-corruption efforts. We're here to support you. Let's go do it together. All right, if there was agreement that he was doing a bad job and needed to be fired, why would you send that letter? And by the way, the letter invoked the name of Secretary of State John Kerry. All right, so I say, all right, well, maybe they changed their mind. Maybe a couple months later, they changed their mind. So we produced another document last night for you. It is... All of these State Department officials, Newland, Pyatt, talked about an interagency process. Treasury, Justice, State, all getting together saying Victor Shokin was doing a bad job and he shouldn't get the $1 billion in loan guarantees that Ukraine was promised. Well, guess what I produced for you last night as well? It is an October 1st, 2015 memo from that interagency task force saying the opposite of what Victoria Newland the opposite of what Pyatt said. The document shows that in October, three months after they sent, or four months after they sent the letter saying, Shokin, you're doing a good job, we're impressed, that the interagency task force said there had been enough progress made in reforming the prosecutor's office under Shokin that the loan guarantees, which by the way, Joe Biden tried to cancel, should go through. Wait a second. The Democrat story is not adding up. It is not true. That is the purpose of yesterday's story. You can see these documents. We won them under FOIA. You can read them and you can compare the testimonies that I put up of people like Newland and Kent and, and Pyatt, the U.S. officials, with the actual facts. Listen, they were telling Victor Shokin the opposite of what they told the American public in 2020 during impeachment. They were telling him he's doing a good job. They were deciding to go ahead with the interagency process and give Ukraine the billion dollars that Joe Biden later threatened to take away. All right, so what changed then? If you show that in June, July, the thumbs up choking, October, November 2015, thumbs up choking. In fact, in November 2015, there are some talking points written saying they're going to go ahead with the billion dollar in loan guarantees. Then what happens? December 5th, 2015, the New York Times writes a story that embarrasses the living heck out of Joe Biden. It says, Hunter Biden's working for a corrupt oligarch and it's undermining, that's the word they use, the New York Times used this, undermining U.S. anti-corruption efforts in Ukraine. And then all of a sudden, Joe Biden wanted to fire that prosecutor who's pursuing his son's company. That's what changed the New York Times article because all the records before that show that the U.S. government was proceeding ahead and going to give a billion dollars to Ukraine because they believed Viktor Shokin and the prosecutors were doing a good job. That's the story we broke. And last night, I was lucky enough to have Ron Johnson, the senator who investigated Hunter Biden, on the show. And he did not get these documents. I asked him, these documents, I wandered in a lawsuit after two and a half years of work. Did you get these documents? Listen to what he said. We did not receive this. We should have received it. President Trump's defense attorneys also should have received it. 
John, this just underscores how congressional oversight has really diminished over the years, mainly because we don't have enforcement powers. Uh, administration officials realize this. Bureaucrats realize this. So they just thumb their nose at congressional investigators. Uh, they, they run off the clock. Uh, they know that uh, by the time these things are revealed, if they're ever revealed, uh, it'll, it'll be old news and people will have moved on and there are going to be other issues that uh, people are going to be paying attention to. My, my guess is that's going to be the result of, of this disclosure, but it shouldn't be. This, this is something that uh, through your good work and, and of course, your investigations uh, th throughout the years have been extraordinarily uh, well documented and you've, you've been digging. But the mainstream media doesn't pay attention to it, but it really does show what a deep state we're dealing with here. And it's not a deep state uh, populated by a bunch of unbiased uh, uh, patriotic Americans. It's, it's populated by a bunch of liberal activists. A Republican president is under such a disadvantage, uh, the resistance from within. And of course, we saw that uh, within two weeks of President Trump uh, assuming office, he had two conversations with world leaders leaked from inside his investigation and the harassment, the torment never ended. All right, then I asked the senator, based on what you now know, when you see the June letter to Shokin saying you're doing a good job, when you see the October, November 2015 document saying there's been enough progress on corruption reform that we should proceed with the loan guarantees, do you think those witnesses that testified before the Senate in the impeachment committees, do you think they told the truth? Here's what Ron Johnson had to say. No, I know we didn't get a straight story. I knew it at the time, but we couldn't prove it. I, you know, I often got criticized. Well, why don't you bring these people in before your committee and put them under oath and start asking them questions? When you don't have the documents, you don't even know what questions to ask. And that was the say, you know, they dragged their feet. We didn't get the documents, obviously. You know, John, do you think we've gotten all the documents yet? No. You know, this comes out in dribs and drabs. The really good stuff, the really incriminating stuff, that may have either been long destroyed or very deeply buried. And so when you don't have the basic documents, they can come in. You know, these are smart people. They, they can shade their answers just enough that in case any of these documents come to light, they can say, well, you know, you know we, we had great confidence in June, but boy, by November, we, you know, he had to be fired. Well, he probably had to be fired because he was actually investigating Burisma, and that didn't tie in very well with the Hunter Biden's plans of making millions of dollars with his relationship with Burisma. Again, the conflict of interest has always been obvious, but it's been completely ignored and censored and suppressed by the mainstream media to the point where Chuck Grassley and I were falsely accused of disseminating Russian disinformation. I mean, that, that's how that's the length they go to 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 cover up for fellow Democrats. These are the bureaucrats in these agencies. They'll cover up for fellow Democrats. They'll do everything they can to frustrate and uh, torment and harass a Republican president. All right. That's the story we broke. That's the story that we broke again. Ukraine is going the route of Russia collusion. We're going to, over the next few days, reverse more of this story, piece by piece by piece. All right, now, to do that, I want to tell you about something tonight. Please go tonight to Real America's Voice at 6 p.m. You can watch it on Just the News. You can watch it on the Real America's Voice app. You can watch it on Dish Network. You can watch it on Roku. You can watch it on Pluto, on Apple TV, on Samsung TV. Real America's Voice, my brand new show, Just the News with Amanda Head, my great co-host. Tonight, we're going to take the story a little bit further, and I'm going to give you a little glimpse of it now. One of the other truths, and I put those in quote works, that we were forced to believe and told by bureaucrats, journalists, and Democrats in 2020 during the impeachment trial is that, yeah, Hunter Biden created the appearance of a conflict of interest by working for a corrupt company while his father was supposed to be rooting out corruption in Ukraine, but none of it undercut or affected or changed U.S. policy. That's what we were told, okay? Remember that. I'm sure this is all coming back to you like a bad flashback. Tonight, we're going to release a classified document that came to the opposite conclusion, that came to the conclusion that Hunter Biden's role with Burisma undermined, undercut U.S. anti-corruption policy. That's what we're going to do tonight. Tune in at uh, Just the News on Real America Voice at 6 o'clock. 
by 10 o'clock. We'll have it on the website, just the news website. This document is going to change everything you know about Ukraine, just like the document last night. And we're not done. On Wednesday, we're going to do some more unraveling of the bogus Democrat impeachment story about Ukraine. Now, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, one of my favorite guests for this show, he comes on often. We're so blessed to have him on. Cash Patel is going to join us. You know Cash from his work with the House Intelligence Committee unraveling the Russia collusion story with Devin Nunes. He then went to the National Security Council where he helped take out Soleimani. He then went to the Defense Department where he was chief of staff for President Trump and was one of the people instrumental in getting the National Guard's troop for the Capitol when Nancy Pelosi's team said, we don't want them. He's going to join us today. We're going to talk about Ukraine, Russia, and a new cancel-proof project that he's working on to help conservatives make sure they don't get canceled in the financial marketplace very important conversation with my good friend Cash Patel. And then after that, uh, you're going to love uh, this. We have the Republican who is running against AOC for Congress in 22, Tina Forte from the Bronx, from New York, my old backwoods. She's joining us. I can't wait to have her. Stay tuned right after this commercial break. Hey, folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner and bam, your home is not in your name and all of a sudden debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. As promised, one of my favorite guests, when every time he comes on this show, we always learn something new and big and exciting. And uh, I think today we're going to get a lot more of that. Joining me right now, the former chief investigative counsel for the House Intelligence Committee, former National Security Council staffer, former chief of staff to the defense secretary under Donald Trump, Cash Patel. Cash, great to have you back on the show. Thanks so much, John. Happy New Year. I'm glad we're uh, chatting again in 2022, right where we left off. Oh, uh, yes. It, uh, the One of the, the surest trends is that all of these scandal stories that the Democrats created during the Trump years, Russia collusion, which you paid the leading role on in unraveling, uh, now Ukraine, I'm sure we're going to find out January 6th. I'm sure we're going to find out so many. All these stories are, gonna, are going in reversal. And, and it's so important for the public to understand how 
much they were misled. And I, I think, you know, you did the yeoman's work. You were the guy who broke Russia in, in, with Devin Nunes and rolled it back. Ukraine is another one of those stories, right? There was a storyline given us why we had to impeach the president over his request for Ukraine to investigate Hunter Biden. Uh, and we were given these storylines, which was, Joe Biden had every right to fire the prosecutor because he was doing a bad job. Uh, the Hunter Biden didn't do anything wrong. And now we know none of that is true. We had this story <laughs> yesterday. We had the story yesterday. I know you've seen it. You, you live through impeachment. What's your reaction when you see the State Department documents telling the Ukraine prosecutor uh, that he was doing a great job and then they fire the guy after they tell him he's doing a great job? What, what was your thought on that? My reaction is twofold. Thank God we still have John Solomon uncovering actual news like you did during Russiagate. And, you know, people tried to put the Russiagate thing to bed. You wouldn't let him. People tried to put the Ukraine thing to bed. You wouldn't let him. And the other is, I'm not surprised. The facts are finally coming out. You know, we've known that. We, we've known, you know, the Ukraine scenario was Russiagate, you know, 2.0, 3.0, whatever you want to pick, whatever iteration of it, because we've always put the facts out. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't just put out a story just to support one presidential candidate or another, because you're one of the few guys out there who has at least um, a high level of journalistic integrity. So it doesn't surprise me that you broke it. It doesn't surprise me that you're reporting it. And I think your viewers need to, you know, understand that what you put out is the facts and people, the more people ignore it, it just means your story's more accurate, John. Yeah, it's remarkable. I think that's one of the lessons. Uh, Russia was the first time I saw this where the media ramped up a scandal, then they found out it wasn't true. And in old days, they would go back and they would reverse themselves. I remember yeah. when the Wall Street Journal got it wrong, one of the big facts of the Bill Clinton impeachment wrong, they had to do a big yeah. retraction. This era of industry won't fix its own public record. It, it insists on allowing the false record of Russia, Ukraine, God knows what else we're gonna find out wasn't true. Uh, it, it's really a broken system. And I know as someone who's worked hard to always get the truth out, whether it's in the courts, in the Congress, uh, in the uh, bureaucracy of the federal government, how frustrating, it, frustrating is it to see what the media has done to America? I mean, to say it's probably maybe my number one mission. I'm not, I don't want to bandy off my, uh, my, my former boss and dear friend, Devin Nunes, but I think that's why he, he, you know, he left Congress yep. because he, you and I agree and the importance of fixing the media and the mission, right? We have to have uh, an outlet that reports the facts and allows people to talk about the facts and allows people to have their rights in the First Amendment upheld, but at the same time has a journalistic media that doesn't just root for one side and bury the other in false information like they did with their avalanche of nonsense in Russiagate and Ukraine. And, you know, John, you and I have been fighting it a long time, and we're not going to stop. It's why I started fightwithcash.com. I've been raising money for lawsuits for every American that's been sued, and we've got half a dozen lawsuits in the pipeline. We've got more coming this year. So we're not going to take a knee. I, you know, if I can put in a selfish plug and your viewers can check out fightwithcash.com, cash with a K. Uh, it's so important. We appreciate all the support, but we can't do it without guys like you going out there and reporting the truth. Yeah. Because people think that one side to the false narrative, which is the false narrative. Well, you and Devin Nunes played such an important role in awakening America to the new tactic of creating false reality, where the media, democratic strategists and bureaucrats work together and they create these false realities for political game. And then we have to unravel them. And then from that came the cancel culture, right? We, we saw people get canceled on Twitter and Facebook. And, you know, Devin obviously is helping to solve that problem by going out and running Trump media and putting a whole new truth social platform out there. But the other place that people are going toward in this cancel culture now is in the finance world. All the way back yeah. in the Obama administration, they tried something like this for a little bit with gun owners and decided they couldn't get away with it. But you're now seeing people <laughs> like Mike Lindell getting canceled by their banks and others. Mm -hmm. You have created an unbelievable new platform called Patriot. Tell us a little bit about what you're trying to solve in this cancer culture world. No, thanks so much. And it, it just builds off the ethos that you and I have lived on. You know, we got to build it ourselves. We got to put it on ourselves. So Patriot.us, P-A-Y-T-R-I-O-T-S.us. It goes to the point, yeah, and I just saw these truckers are getting shut down by GoFundMe. That's right. Um, and Lind as you said, Lindell gets shut down and conservatives get shut down and, and Trump gets shut down. So we said, 
we're going to build an entire ecosystem for everybody. We're not going to shut down your payment processing, your merchandise sales, your fundraising, because you voted for this person or you believe in these rights or you want to drive a truck from Canada to Washington, D.C. to protest your First Amendment rights. So Patriots is an all-encompassing patriotic payment processing company. You can find us online. And if you you raise money, if you sell anything from widgets to farm animals, if you have a brick-and-mortar store, you sell hamburgers and T-shirts, or you have online sales, Patriots will guarantee process your payments. We are not on Amazon Web Services. And here's the most important thing. We will not aggregate and sell your data like every other payment processing platform to the Googles and Facebooks of the world. Your data is your own. You own it. We will do it for cheaper, faster, and more secure. And right now, if you type in just news, that's just news as your access code to patriots.us, P-A-Y-T-R-I-O-T-S, you will receive a discount thanks to the great John Solomon. So just news is your key at patriots.us. And check out the website engage us we will reach out to you within 24 hours and move your entire operation over we're so excited we're going to here adjust the news we're going to take our payment system because we have a subscription platform and move it over to patreon because we're so excited it is both cancel culture proof and privacy protecting the two areas that i think big tech has most led america down cash has led on this it is such a it's such a needed um, uh, service in America because there are all these uh, intermediaries that currently process payments and you just know someday some woke CEO is going to get in there and yeah. shut down and your business is, comes to a halt and so Cash you once again have created a solution for people to enjoy in the freedom of speech and the freedom of commerce that our founding fathers intended such an important thing so patriot.us go ahead use Just News if you want and um, you'll get a great discount and check it out. It's one of the many things that we need to get uh, into the forefront of people's minds so that we can have an ecosystem that is free of all of the censorship and insanity we've seen. Um, uh, Speaking of insanity, I want to take you for a couple moments to the world of flame that we have right now. You've got Russia on the Ukraine border. You've got China threatening Taiwan. You've got Belarus and Kazakhstan, two previously stable countries now in turmoil. Um, and it looks like nobody, nobody in the world really respects the great world cop that the United States used to be. What is going on and how did this change so quickly from the days you and Donald Trump handed the keys over to, to Joe Biden? You know, I'll take that in reverse, John, and it is tragic where we are. And, and, and we've talked about this before. When it comes to national security, I'm President Biden's biggest cheerleader. That's a no-fail mission. It's not yep. a political mission. I want him to succeed in Afghanistan, against China, against Russia, and Iran, all that stuff, the southern border. Tragically, we are failing. What President Trump did is pretty simple. He just put the national security first, and he said, I don't care what the media writes about me. He built the wall. He shut down travel from uh, China when we knew where the COVID outbreak came from. He did things like take on Iran, kill the terrorists, bring home hostages, end the forever wars. Simple national security priorities, difficult to implement, but he did them. And he didn't care what the media said. The Biden administration has unfortunately come in and said, what did Trump do? Oh, he did X, we're going to do Y. That's the ultimate politicization of the national security apparatus. And what, what results, John, is what you just outlined. Xi Jinping and the CCP dictating to America how the South China Sea and Taiwan are going to go. Putin flexing again over the Ukraine, threatening an invasion and another land war just to get his name out front of of the United States. And he succeeded in that effort. Look, I'll be the first one to tell you, Vladimir Putin is not starting another war. He's too smart to go invade Putin, invade the Ukraine. And Xi Jinping's not going to invade Taiwan, but both of them are operating off the same playbook. They're taking advantage of America's weakened posture in the world to say, we can have a lot, we, the Russians and Chinese, can have a lot of fun at the expense of the U.S. and the American citizens, not gonna cost us a lot of money, and the world media apparatus will be focused on us showing and telling the Americans what to do. And unfortunately, they're winning. Yeah, it is, uh, it is a remarkable moment. And I think some of the concern I have too is beyond, beyond Putin getting the PR upper hand on the United States and taking advantage of a weak security posture that we have, you have a Biden administration overselling the intelligence, right? The intelligence is there, but most people that I've talked to inside the Pentagon, inside the CIA, 
don't believe that Putin actually has any intention of going in because they know the consequences would be too big and he's too smart. And yet every day they seem to be using this to distract us from the things that are going on, right? Uh, high inflation, high crime, uh, failed policies in the Congress. Joe Biden couldn't get his own Democratic Congress to pass his BBB and his voting legislation. Uh, it seems like Russia continues, as it did all the way back to the summer of 16. It seems to be the Democrats' weapon of mass distraction. Do you, do, do you think yeah. that this is a continuation of that pattern? Yeah, look, you're exactly right to bring up 2016. And, uh, you know, <laughs> maybe it's just uh, I've been jaded after all these years, but it seems like everything goes back to the Russiagate playbook, doesn't it, John? It does. Putin spent $40,000 in 2015 and 16 to upend a presidential election cycle, costing him almost nothing. And we're still talking about it. Of course, he was never going to actually interfere and change votes in an electoral cycle in the U.S. He knew that's too far. Like, he's not going to actually invade the Ukraine, but he's going to go up to the one-inch line. That's right. And it's going to cost him almost nothing. And everybody is focused on Putin. And, and look, I was fortunate. I talked to uh, President Trump often, as you do. And we talk about these important national security issues. And, you know, I, I, you know we talk about how do you fix it? And, you know, the only way you fix it is, you need new personnel in charge who take these priorities for America and our national security interests and put them over the interest of the, of the mainstream media, the fake news media that we talked about earlier, and put it back on where it's supposed to be. That is serving the interests of the American people and not those in charge. You know, Trump was the embodiment of the Reagan doctrine. The Trump doctrine and the Reagan doctrine were so close, right? It was peace through strength. There was a little bit of aberration during the Bush years because a lot of the Bush years were peace through war. Uh, and people will look back and say, did we really need these 20-year wars? Well, well, history will tell us. We don't know. But peace through strength right. was clearly the Trump doctrine. And now, like Obama before him, Biden ha seems to have a doctrine of peace through appeasement. Let's give the Iranians what they want. Let's not sanction the Russians right now, even though they're acting badly. Uh, let's not, you know, uh, uh, upset China right now because, oh, we don't want to hurt them at the Olympics or things. Um, how many times do Democrats, going all the way back to Jimmy Carter, have to do this peace through appeasement to realize it doesn't work? They'll keep making the same mistake. You know, and unfortunately, history does dictate the future sometimes. And it's because they will never, ever, ever admit, especially with Donald Trump in the universe, they will never admit that his ways work and their ways are failing. And that's, you know, that's just tragic for politics. I, I, I think there used to be a time, you know, and you mentioned Reagan, where you could be on opposing sides of the aisle, but at least you could come to terms with what was best for the American people on a national security basis, on an economic basis. And now the focus today of today's Department of Defense is on climate change and global warming instead of Afghanistan and China and Russia and Iran. I mean, I'm not making that up, and your audience knows that. That's what the Department of Defense has said its priorities are. So the men and women in uniform that protect this country are focused on the weather because their leadership has told them that's the focal, that's the focal point. And that, to me, is the difference. Yeah. That, that's the defining marker. Yeah, it, it is remarkable where we are. Um, I just got a couple of minutes left. I want to ask you about this. As you step back now and you look at the 2022 election, all the polls look really good for Republicans. But as everybody knows, polls 11 months before an election really are really meaningful. What are the key things that Republicans need to do to assure and win? And are you confident that some of the election integrity issues that first raised their head and are still raising their head, I mean, we had a Pennsylvania court ruling last week that was huge. Yeah. Do you think those election integrity issues have been wrestled to the ground enough so that Republicans have a fair chance at November 2022? Yeah, so look, the differentiation between Democrats and Republicans right now to the midterms is Democrats are just, they're still literally running against President Trump. And running against anything or anyone is not a recipe to win the midterms. I think we will win the House and the Senate. And I think we'll pick up big margins in both because Republicans, we finally have candidates out there who are putting American priorities first. They care about why is CRT being forced down our children right. in faces uh, uh, in school? What about the southern border? What about the opioid and Chinese fentanyl crisis? How do we solve that? Why am I paying five bucks a gallon? What are we doing to protect American interests first? What are we doing with Russia and China and Iran? These are issues Republicans have answers for. They're right. saying, put us back in power, and we are going to make these the priorities of Congress and, and the legislative branch. And by the way, John, you know this better than anyone. We win back the House and the Senate. We finally get the gavels back, and we can finally conduct some oversight, some constitutional oversight, like we did with Russiagate under Devin Nunes, 
We could do it for the everything related to Jan 6, and we could do it for everything related to Hunter Biden. But we need those gavels in judiciary and intel committees in Congress to do that. I think once we pick that up, the American people will see a shift, and hopefully we have the congressional leadership to do so. Um, as far as the electoral issues, you know, that's never been my wheelhouse of stuff, and I hate to even say that we are having these conversations because so much faith has been eroded in our electoral system, but I think you're right to bring it up. And I think these state courts are right to take these rulings to the judicial branch in their, in their states and render rulings which, which give the American people confidence. Will we get to 100%? I don't know, but I think we're getting closer with, you know, with reporting because like we talked about at the top of the show, John, you're the only one reporting on this stuff. You know, you and a, a handful of other folks, but you're leading the charge. Without America knowing that their election integrity systems are being strengthened through these processes, they have no idea it's even happening. So, you know, thank you for you for, for doing that relentless and thankless job. We're lucky because of people like you who served in government, public servants, right? And they keep getting us the truth. I keep thinking about the things that I've had engagement on with you, you know, on this podcast and stories. Uh, Russia collusion wasn't true. We proved it. Uh, Ukraine impeachment wasn't true. We proved it. January 6th, the Trump administration did offer troops. And it was turned down, not by uh, Republicans, but by Nancy Pelosi and her team of leaders. Um, if it isn't for honest civil servants who sp- like you who spoke up and gave us the truth, we wouldn't have known the truth. And you know, I can only report what what people can give us. And and I'm so grateful that you know folks like you went into public service and continue to serve the public with all you're doing. Uh, we need more people to go into government who are truth tellers and truth protectors. And and you you really have epitomized that. Uh, gosh, you really have always stood up for the truth. It didn't matter where the marbles laid. You were always going to call it what it was. I appreciate that. You're too kind, John. And, you know, we're not going anywhere. They can't scare us out of town that easily. So <laughs> That's right. We'll be bugging them through the new year here just yet. And, uh, much, much more work ahead of us. I know that for sure. <laughs> I think we're just starting. We're just right? starting. We're just starting. Yeah. So, and, and you know, one exciting thing is Patriot. Guys, if you, if you run a business, if you are dependent on credit cards or credit card payments, I'm telling you, the cancer culture movement already moved through the big tech. It's moving to the financial world next. Go check out Patriot.us. Cash has been grateful enough, gracious enough to give everybody uh, from Just the News a discount if you're a business owner and you want to check this out. Just put in Just News in the code and you'll get a great discount from this. But this is the next place that cancel culture is going. It went through uh, the Twitters and Facebooks. It's gone through the truth watchers, allegedly fact, fact checkers, who, by the way, often are wrong. But the next place that cancel culture is moving is the financial sector, attacking people's uh, ability to use credit card or make transactions. You've seen it with Mike Lindell. You've seen it with the truckers uh, the other day who are standing up for freedom in Canada. This is the place to go. Check it out, patriot.us, and that's P-A-Y-T-I-R-O-T, right? Dot U-S. Nope. Patriot, P-A-I-T-R-I-O-T-S dot U-S. Ah, my bad. Patriot with a Y and an S dot U-S, P-A-Y-T-R-I-O-T-S. Yeah, that's it. And just use Just News. Great stuff. Cash, can't wait to have you back on because every time we do, we break some news. I love it. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks a lot. Folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back in a few seconds. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day. And I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? 
It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick House Nutrition, and, of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Folks, Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved Meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store, Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. One of the things I love to do on this show is to introduce you to people who are running for office, for Congress, for governor. And we've had some great candidates on here. And uh, joining me now is perhaps one of the most exciting candidates and one of the most closely watched races in 2022. Joining me right now is Tina Forte from the great state of New York, from the Bronx, where my beloved Yankees play. Uh, and she is running against Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC seat as a Republican. Tina, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, John. Thank you for having me. It is an honor to have you on. And um, I I look at the state of New York. I grew up in the shadows of New York and Connecticut. I love being a Yankees fan. I go to the Bronx three, four times a year. But the great Big Apple has had a very difficult two or three years. The rising crime, the, the missteps on COVID, uh, all of these sort of woke policies, they're not, they're not New York, they're not Big Apple. And it, it's shocked me just how much this great city has fallen in the eyes of America. What prompted you to suddenly say, you know what, I'm going to get involved in politics. I'm going to run for office. Well, what, what spurred you to do that? What actually inspired me was enough was enough. President Trump led the way. Congress is supposed to be of the people, for the people, and it's time for us to take it back. And AOC is the worst of them. And she represents my district. I was born and raised in Throg's Neck. I have a business in Throg's Neck, raised my kids in Throg's Neck, and it's just a shame what is going on in our beautiful city. It's a shame, and it was time for me to step up. Yeah. Uh, you, and you have stepped up. And beyond running, you sued Governor Cuomo, right? You, just, you sued yes, Mayor de Blasio. Yeah, for their executive yes, orders, did. right? Yeah. Yes, I put an Article 78 against them. And unfortunately, Cuomo's not in office anymore. Now we have Kathy. I won't give her, I won't call her Governor Kathy. We have Kathy in office now who just followed right through with him. She was always his number two. Yeah. And it's just New York is a mess. New York is a mess. The district is a mess. The city is a mess. There's just so much going on. I don't understand how anyone can look at this and not look at it as lunacy, what's going on not only in New York, but in our country. Yeah, it's just a remarkable moment in history when people look back. And, you know, the Big Apple, New York City, it, it's a trendsetter. It, what happens in New York often gets across the country. I think what New York did, particularly for these woke anti-law uh, and order policies, is it awoke in the country like, well, wait a second, we don't want that. And you know, they see these incredible unprovoked attacks on police officers. They see guys getting out of uh, prison or the district attorney saying, I don't want to put anyone in prison anymore. 
Uh, I actually think New York had a way of awakening America too. We don't want this in our backyard. Stop a second. As you look at the dynamic right now, there was a very tragic week last week in New York City. Uh, Multiple police officers shot the extraordinary scene this past weekend of a a wall of blue, thousands upon thousands of officers honoring Officer Rivera after he was slain. Do you think New York's at a tipping point? Do you think the leaders, Mayor Adams, the, the district attorney, are getting the message that this went too far? Um, I think they're getting the message, but they're not really wrapping their heads around it the way it should be. They're blaming guns. Yep. Okay, and we all know that it wasn't. They are not gun owners doing these violent crimes. That's okay? right. The Second Amendment is to protect us from tyranny, and they are doing it wrong. They're blaming the guns right away. They're not blaming the woke policies. They're not blaming them whatsoever. They're not blaming the bail reform. They're not blaming letting the violent criminals back out back onto the streets, no matter what they do, they go in front of a judge and they just, they're just let out. They're yeah. let back out and they're not really looking at it the way they should be looking at it. They want to blame the guns. It's the people committing the crimes. Okay, people are being thrown in front of trains. People are being slashed. There's a lot of crime in New York. Carjackings, theft, everything. It just keeps rising and rising and he wants to come out and they want to make speeches about gun control. So you know what? I don't think they're getting it. I really don't. Yeah. Now, when you look, and this is a, a traditionally liberal blue district, obviously it, it elected uh, AOC, so it's got some liberals. Mm-hmm. It's also an immigrant district, a, a really strong immigrant district where people came to get a better life in New York. Uh, do you think this district is ready to turn on AOC? How, how do you get a district that you know uh, elected one of the most liberal uh, well, some people would say American socialists in Congress. Uh, how do you get a district to go back and say, you know what, that's not the person we want? I do think that they're ready, only because I know many immigrants who have come to become citizens and they follow our laws and they're proud to be an American and yep. they're proud to vote. They sure and now are. they want to allow non citizens to vote. It's unconstitutional. There are 3.8 million registered voters in New York City. Now an estimated 800,000 non-citizens are going to be eligible to vote. That's 21% of the current registered voter total. Wow. That's very easily enough to swing elections, and it's not fair. And people did come here for a better life. I know, I know store owners, they're afraid to open their doors, not only because of the lockdowns that they've created and these mandates, but you could just walk into a store and rob someone at, ni- at knife point yeah. and walk out. So you have these people that came here the right way, and now they see their American dream, and that's what they came here for, the American dream, falling apart right in front of them, and it has to stop. Yeah. They let BLM riot freely two years ago in 2020. Right. They let that happen. Yeah, the Molotov cocktails. I remember the Molotov cocktails being thrown into the NYPD van, right? Insane. Exactly. Exactly. And who allows that also? Kamala Harris, the vice president. She allows it. She wants to raise money to allow them to come out of prison. Yeah. That's wrong. I think she should be impeached for fundraising for the bail funds for the BLM rioters. Yeah. The way they want to go after January 6th. What about BLM? Yeah, listen, it's such an amazing moment uh, what the party of Democrats stand for. Let's let rioters and, uh, and violent people out of prison without bail or little bail or raise money so they can get out. Here's another one that I think in a community where most people in the Bronx worked hard to get to this country legally so they could win citizenship. AOC, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, all for not only opening up the border and letting illegal immigrants in, but also then taking those illegal immigrants with tax dollars and nonprofit dollars and and trafficking them into the interior of the country, including Westchester County, New York, and other places. Yeah, A community like Bronx, the Bronx, which has such strong uh, pride in, in their immigrant roots, when people jump the line, when they get here illegally and they get assistance and they see this trafficking of people who jump the line, basically rewarding lawbreakers, how does that play in a proud legal immigrant community? Yeah, it, it's a shame what's going on. They look, you know, it, it shouldn't be going on. I need to stop in that also. It also has to do with if you have illegal immigrants coming in and you're placing them in Westchester County and the Bronx, what about our veterans that don't have places to live? Yeah. It takes away from us takes away from our veterans. They are prioritizing illegal immigrants right now over everything. And that's a woke policy that needs to come to an end. Yeah, it's really, uh, it's really remarkable. 
Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, I had her on my TV show last night, and she talked about, you know, she wrote a letter just recently to Biden, said, you got to stop this trafficking. This should not be the role of the United States government to engage in human trafficking of people who shouldn't be here. Do these episodes, when you see flights going into Pennsylvania, Scranton area, you see people flights going into Westchester in the dead of night, it kind of looks like what the drug cartels do and others do, but it's our yeah. government and nonprofits. Do you yeah, think and, Americans and, have had enough? Is there a tipping point Well, Americans yeah. say, government, you can't do that anymore? Yeah, I think there is a tipping point. And not only with that, they're coming in, are they getting COVID tested? Are they mandated? Do they have to show a, a passport to eat, to get on a plane? to do anything that they're doing, to go into wherever hotel that they're placing them in? Probably not. My guess is not. Okay? And, and that's another thing. The mandates, the mandates have to come to an end. I'm not anti-vax, but I am pro-freedom, and everyone should have the right to choose whether or not they're vaccinated. Because I had COVID back in March of 2020. I am not vaccinated. Wow. I had so you, you got it right at the height of it. Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. I had it at the height of it, yes. And Governor Cuomo denied my hydroxychloroquine and my z and I ended up in the hospital for two weeks, almost died, oh. had a lot of damage from it. And it's a conversation between myself and my doctor, whether or not a vaccine is right for me. Right. Yeah. And I still have antibodies. Yeah. 18 months later, they say at least 18 months. It could be two years, three years they now know. So yeah. when you look back, and this is something, because you're, you're aspiring to run for Congress, you want, to, you want to be in this chamber. Everybody has looked at this uh, pandemic and realized that we spent billions of dollars, but we have a public health bureaucracy that was not up for the job. They confused us. They dropped the ball. They've given us bad information. Uh, they reversed themselves. Um, you get to Congress. What is the key to getting a public health system that actually knows how to deal with a pandemic versus the one that fumbled its way through this pandemic? Well, first, we have to look at everything. We have to look at natural immunity, too. They can't just be one way. They just want vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. They're not looking at therapeutics. They're not giving money for studies for natural immunity. They're just not doing that. It has to be across the board. It has to be everything. You can't just be one-sided. See, the Democrats are one-sided. They want everything their way. They want everything their way, and they want everything to be woke. And that's not how America was built. That's not how America was built. Like AOC, she cares more about being politically correct than actually correct. Yeah. And that though this is all of the Democrats. They all they all need to be called out. I'll call them out. I have no problem calling them. I've been calling them out for two years. I have no problem calling them out <laughs> in the halls of Congress. We're sure of that. We know that for sure. <laughs> That's uh um how big a moment, you know, every every politician has a moment that can be defining or game changing. AOC preaching to us all about masks and and uh, vaccines and then jaunting down to Florida, a state that she was criticizing for its openness. Right. She went into the free state of Florida. Imagine Not only that, that, but she was dancing on the steps of the Capitol unmasked, except for the photo op, okay, while the kids in, in our district are masked. Yep. She doesn't want to work in Congress. How many meetings that she would put in that she wanted to go Zoom because of the pandemic, but yet she goes to packed concerts with her friends unmasked. She goes glamping in the woods. One time she did. She went, I call it glamping, camping in the woods. Why? And seven of her constituents that weekend were shot. And that's because of the woke policies. Yeah. These have become a daily occurrence in New York. Daily occurrence. And it's, it's an atrocity and it has, has to stop. People just need to stop. But AOC, she's anti-American, anti-police, anti-family. She got rid of the Amazon. Yep. The Amazon jobs. 25,000 jobs that were coming in. She didn't want them. Why? Her, she said that it was supposed to go into Long Island City of Queens. Right. Okay? It, tax incentives, which really is just reduced taxes in order to get them here. And she stopped it. She has no clue how business or economics works. None whatsoever. I want to ask you about one thing. I want to wrap on this. We've got about a minute left. Uh, there is within the Democratic Party, particularly the elitists in the media and, and the, the bureaucrats in Washington, they all seem to have this same situation, which is what is good for you? We're going to mandate you wear a mask. We're going to mandate that you defund your police. We're going to do things, but it's not good for us. For instance, there's a story out today that the squad members have all been getting private security even while they defund the police. Obviously, we've seen Gavin Newsom, uh, AOC, without their masks, without, doing all the things they told us we couldn't do. This hypocrisy, the good for you, but not for me, uh, elitism in Washington, how big an issue is that for everyday Americans? It's very big. 
is very big because she supports lockdown. She supports mask mandates. They run to Florida for their freedoms. She chooses not to wear a mask. She lives a lavish lifestyle. She has private security. Um, she is in a socialist society. The only people who suffer are the masses, while those in government live in luxury, just like in Cuba, Venezuela, and Nicaragua. It's like animal farm, and it's so predictable. It really is. And it's time to make AOC bartend again. <laughs> that is your mission for sure. <laughs> yeah. That is great. Tina, how, how can people get involved with your campaign, follow what you're doing every day? What's the best way to stay in touch with what all you're doing? Tina40forcongress.com. That's pretty easy. That's pretty easy to remember. Yes, it is. Well, uh, we're going to be watching this race. It's a real fun one. I know a lot of people are excited about it. Uh, when uh, We'll try to get you back on as the year goes on and keep, a, keep abreast of this incredible race. And uh, we'll see how the voters of New York and the great borough of the Bronx vote. I can't wait to see. Thank you so much, John. Take care. Yeah, it was an honor to have you on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34-plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, Add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute alternative for care from a healthcare provider. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Report. So glad you can join us. Hey, two things. Watch us tonight on Real America's Voice. We're going to break that Ukraine story. Round two of three rounds over the next few days. Check it out. We're going to be there in a little bit. In the meantime, if your company or business is having a tough time hiring people. A lot of people are, there's a big labor shortage. I've got a great group of people to help you. They are in the business of helping you, whether you're at a coffee shop, an engineering team, this group, this supporters of Justin News and John Solomon Reports, they're there for you. Who are they? They're workable. And they tell us that 46% more jobs are being posted than for the pandemic. And there are 44% fewer job candidates applying for those jobs. We have a labor crisis. And Workable is there to help close the gap for you. If you run a business, you're responsible for hiring people. Workable is there to help you. They accelerate every step of your hiring process from finding who to hire. They help. They're there. They can do it. And they cast a wide net, wide as possible net, in fact, for posting jobs that attract high quality candidates to you. They have great job boards, more than 200 total, and they're just one click away from getting you connected with the right person to hire for that open job. So whether you're hiring for your coffee shop or your engineering team, Workable is exactly what you need to hire the right people fast. 
Start hiring today with a risk-free 15-day trial. If you hire during the trial, which many do, it won't cost a thing. Just go to Workable.com to start hiring. Let me give you that again, Workable.com. Great folks supporting this show, supporting Just the News. Check them out today. They're one of the many services and products that come from great advertisers and sponsors on the show that can make your life better. Check out Workable.com today. All right, folks, that wraps it up. We'll be back tomorrow. Phase three of the unraveling of the Ukraine impeachment story going to be on tomorrow. Stay tuned here. You're going to get first on this podcast tomorrow morning. Until then, may God bless you and may God bless this extraordinary country of the United States. You've been listening to John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out. Higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 98 98 right now.